Art Series, okay? And this is the Washington State practice permit test. Washington State apparently is the hardest, the hardest, and I'm not the one saying this. I actually looked it up. That's why we're taking the Washington State practice permit test. It's a practice test, not the real test, a practice test. And I just want to let you guys know. The only reason I want to see how hard it is, and yeah, I, I urge you guys, if you guys want to brush up on, on your driving or your driving laws or whatever the case is, some laws differ from state to state, mind you, but uh, most driving laws are universal in the United States as far as signs are concerned and, you know, always use your turn signal and nobody has the right of way if you're turning left unless you have a green light or something like that. But anyway, or a green arrow. But anyway, listen, long story short, you want to take a, a practice test, definitely take a freaking Washington State practice permit test before you take your state's practice permit test because this is hard. Listen to uh, part one and two, folks. This is so hard right now. It's fun. To me, it's fun because I have my license. So I already in New York State, you have to get your permit first. You know, obviously. Now, you don't have to get your permit in every state. You can just go right ahead and get your license. This is the practice this, uh, permit test for Washington State, folks. And this is, all right, this is part three, 21, question 21 to 30. You guys ready? At a school crossing, drivers should, first uh, answer, always stop whether there's a stop sign or not. At a school crossing, uh, no, I've seen that sign. On Long Island, there's schools like every two blocks. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's, it's schools all over Long Island, every two blocks. And that that is definitely not true. Always stop whether there's now there's the um it's a school crossing where there is is it's pedestrians and it's an arrow underneath the pedestrians that are pointing at the road. And that sign is to tell you that there's a, is a school crossing. So if there is students that are waiting to cross the road, they have the right of way and you do have to stop. So always stop whether there's a sign or not. No. Because if there's nobody there, what are you stopping for? Watch for children and be ready to stop. Yes. None of the answers is correct. That statement is not correct at all. Grammatically correct, that statement. None of the answers is correct. None of the answers, uh, none of the other answers is correct. No, none of the other answers are correct. I'm pretty sure that, that statement in itself was grammatically incorrect. But always sound their horn and stay alert. No. The answer actually, when you see the school crossing sign, is watch for children and be ready to stop. This sign means it's a bicycle sign. Yield to the right of bicycles. Yeah, I would say that bicycles crossing reside beside traffic. Bicycles have the same rights as other vehicles. Bicycle parking ahead. Yield to the right of bicycles. Because, yeah, uh, unfortunately, bicycles, bicyclists somehow have the same rights as other vehicles. Okay, if bicyclists, hold on a second, if bicyclists, and this is this is what people believe, have the same right as other vehicles, then bicyclists should, be, should have to go to the motor vehicle, even though it's not a motor vehicle, and they should have to sit there for hours on end just for some jackmo to tell you that you got the wrong information. You, you're not able to ride your bike today. So come back tomorrow and sit online because we're about to close. Bicyclists do not have it. Bicyclists pay insurance. 
not motorcyclists, bicyclists. Bicyclists, listen, stay out of the streets unless you have insurance. Bicyclists shouldn't be in the streets playing with traffic. I'm sorry. That's horrible. Unless they have insurance, they should not have be bike insurance. They have bike and bicycle insurance. They should not be in the freaking. They should have bicycle insurance. You want to play in traffic? Now they not. They shouldn't be required to have bicycle insurance. But if you're gonna play in traffic, and you should like those spandex guys, you should have bicycle insurance. This way, if anything happens, insurance takes care of both sides. Like car insurance does. Why should my car insurance go up? Because you can't stop playing in traffic. You don't have insurance. Number 23. The road sign indicates that, and it says restricted lane, and there's a diamond in it. Restricted lane ahead. Buses and carpools may not travel in the restricted lane. If it, I think it's a uh, HOV lane. The diamond is an HOV lane. A lane is reserved for certain purposes or certain vehicles. I think that's what it is. Vehicles cannot go straight ahead. Cars must enter either through the right or left or none of the above. It's an HOV lane. That's why it's a restricted lane. High occupancy vehicles. A lane that is reserved for certain purposes or certain vehicles. Yep. That's what it is. A lane that is reserved. So in Long Island, it's on the uh, LIE. It's the HOV lane. High occupancy vehicle. I believe it, they started that out on the LIE first. Back in the early 90s, I believe. This sign means, and it's the same sign we had. They're showing us the same sign again. It was the first sign. They're just, they're, okay, it's a roundabout slow ahead intersection. Ahead. The highway ahead is divided into two one-way roadways. Yes, that's fine. Divided roadway. I'm not even going to go through this one because it's the same one as, like, number one or two that we have before with road signs. Now, number 25. If an approaching uh, driver does not dim the headlights, you should flash the headlights to low beam for a second, then return them to high beam. I don't think that's correct. Or two, switch the daytime lights. You don't want to blind your driver. But, okay, move your eyes to the left to help avoiding the glare of approaching beams. Move your eyes to the right to look for, okay, directly at the bright lights. I'm going to go with uh, switch to daytime lights because I've used this tactic and I'm pretty sure like out of all of them because if you listen to all the uh, answers I just gave the most one that seems sensible that I do is switch to daytime lights on the strength that they uh, what they do is it evens out the freaking the lighting in the road because both of you the, you're, the guy who's flashing the freaking brights aren't blind but you're blind so you just yeah you even it out a little bit that's the tactic I use, and it works. It evens out the lights. I can drive safe, just dickheading. By the way, um, I can understand in Washington because it's a big state. So is, like, uh, um, New York's a big state, too. But if you live in and around the city area, and you have those 3,000 megawatt fucking headlights, you're an asshole. I'm just telling you that. Excuse my language, because I know there's going to be a lot of teens listening to this, you know, trying to take their practice test. So just skip this next 20 seconds. If, if, you live in the, there's no reason for you to have those giant bright light bulbs, or excuse me, those giant bright headlights on your car, and you're only going to Pizza Hut, or the local Domino's, or 7-Eleven around the corner, and you're blinding everybody with your headlights. 
You're an asshole if you do that. You're a prick. You know how dangerous that is? You're blinding everyone. Nobody wants to see that shit. Nobody cares. Great. You can see everything. Who cares? Screw up my driving because you want to go to 7-Eleven and blind everybody on the way. Prick. Number 26. When a school bus is stopped off the road with, without flashing lights, Stop until the bus moves on. Stop only if you're on the same side of the road as the bus. Stop until the bus driver signals you to go. You are not required to stop. Use caution as you pass, okay? The bus is stopping, uh, uh, stopped off the road. That means it's on the side of the road without flashing lights on. The bus is just off and it doesn't have flashing lights on. It's just chilling. You could be on lunch break. It's going to be a long time before you're able to pass if you're going to stop. Just, just the last, the uh, answer is you're not required to stop. Use caution as you pass, though, just in case. A solid yellow line on the side of the... On your side of the center line means... Well, it'll be on both sides. It's a solid yellow line in the center of the road. A solid yellow line on your side of the center line. See, this is how they're wording it, folks. The Washington State uh, Motor Vehicles wording is really tricky to confuse the hell out of you. In other words, a solid yellow line... In the middle of the road means do not pass, slow down, pass with caution, or stop. On uh, your side of the center line means... Oh! Yeah, solid yellow line in the middle of the road, folks, means you cannot pass. Now, some lines... Some lines actually have a solid yellow line, but then you see... Because um, there's two lines. And one line is solid yellow, and the other line is yellow dots or yellow stripes or whatever you want to call it. That means the other lane can actually pass and go around cars, but you cannot turn into the oncoming traffic lane. You know what I'm saying? Because your line, that pretty much the yellow line means do not pass that line whatsoever. Even if you were turning. Unless you're turning into like a driveway, you're not allowed to pass that line. By law, by law, if you have a double yellow line, you're not able to actually turn into a parking lot if you're on the main highway with a double yellow line. By law, you can get, you're supposed to actually go around, like go to the nearest intersection, then actually go around the block and then come back and pull into that. Um, you are not by law allowed to pass that double yellow line and pull into a freaking parking lot. That I know for a fact. Anyway, solid yellow line on the side of the center, on your side of the center line means do not pass. It's a solid yellow line. That's, everybody knows that. Well, I know that. Not everybody knows that. The answer, apparently I don't, according to these answers. The entrance lane is too short. is too short to allow acceleration to express uh, expressway speed entrance lane is okay so pretty much if you're taking off into onto a highway from an exit or an entrance ramp whatever you have you want to call it if the entrance ramp lane is too short to allow acceleration to an expressway speed you should stop and wait for a large space in traffic accelerate the express uh, expressway speed and blend in with traffic, reduce speed to 50 miles an hour or less, and blend in with traffic, enter the expressway, and accelerate quickly. If the entrance is too short to accelerate to the expressway speed, you should... 
stop and wait until no wait if you're coming off an entrance ramp well if you're coming off an entrance ramp wouldn't it automatically be the exit ramp that's just my question of the day I've always thought of that like the entrance ramp the entrance ramp and the exit ramp is both the same thing you're just exiting one section and exiting the, and entering the other but it's the same freaking ramp whatever the entrance ramp is too short to allow you to get up to the speed of the expressway edge reduce your speed to 50 miles an hour or less and blend it no uh enter the expressway and accelerate quickly accelerate to the express speed and expressway speed and blend in with traffic but you can't accelerate because it's too short to allow acceleration i'm gonna oh my god that's a good question legally Entrance ramp is too short to allow acceleration. Expressway speed, you should... Oh, stop and wait for a large space of traffic. That's going to be my answer. Like I said, we'll figure it out when the answers come out. But that was number 28. That caught me off guard. 29. The sign warns of blank ahead. Oh, it's a hill with a large delivery truck. So it's a no-passing zone, I'm guessing. No, it's a hill. It's a hill. I was going to say no passing zone, because if it's a, it's a steep hill with a large-ass delivery truck, you ain't passing it anyway. But um, it's a hill. Blank. Your mirror is when you prepare to change lanes. And the answer is never depend on your mirrors when you prepare to change lanes. It is not recommended to check your mirrors. Never use or always rely on your mirrors when you're prepared. Now, always rely on all of your mirrors and your freaking... Um, Excuse me, your rear view mirrors as well, folks. Your rear view mirrors and side view mirrors, your blind spots, always, 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 always rely on those. Always remember, you have to look straight ahead when you're driving, but you always have to check your surroundings too. So that is 21 through 30. And I went on a bit of a rant because um, I forgot what the freaking question it was. Oh, yeah, 25. About the dipshits in their freaking high beam lights at 3,000 freaking megawatts per hour. Holy Moses. They go 80. Listen, do me a favor. When Next time you're on a highway by yourselves and you have those 3,000 megawatt freaking lights on, those headlights, go 88 miles an hour. So you fucking disappear and don't ever come back. With those ridiculous freaking... I'm kidding. Don't ever go 88 miles an hour. Unless you're actually recommended. And that, ladies and gentlemen, that's Political is Radio. And that was part three of possibly the hardest permit test in Washington State. In Washington State. In the United States. Too early in the morning. Possibly the hardest permit test in the United States. This is this part three of the Washington State Practice Motor Vehicle Test. Permit test, excuse me, permit test. And folks, when they say it's hard, they are not kidding. I thought it was a joke until I got to like the third question. My goodness, that was part three, folks. Thank you guys for listening. We have part four coming up, and then we have the answers, which will be part five. So thank you guys so much for listening.